Daystar, how we doing? Welcome to podcast number 22. Normally I would say I hope you've had a good week and by the time you hear this you would have had a good week hopefully but it is a bit weird for me this week because um, I can't record it as I normally do perhaps on the Friday so um, I'm actually recording this on the Tuesday so um, my week's only just begun really but a um, bit of a funny one but I hope you're all well. I didn't have a bad weekend really. I did work all day Saturday. Um, Sunday I had to get a run in and Beth was going to meet up with a couple of her mates from over Lanreth, Polperro way. So um, I got her to drop me off at Racecourse just outside Bobman. So I run down through Bobman, ended up coming down the Camel Trail to Guineaport. Um, I had to make up a little bit then but um time I got back home I'd done me 11 miles. So all went well there, and um, yeah, the week's been fairly busy as usual as we've started the week, but um, I did think of Father on Monday, as um, one of the funerals we conducted was of his one of his old schoolmates, so uh, that brought back some memories there. It was lovely talking to some of the family there as well, so um, all was well. But um, I wasn't too sure really what I was going to talk about this week. I haven't got a lot of time. I've I've just come in now. What's it now? It's half past nine in the evening. I'm recording this. I've just done a four mile run, and um, I thought, well, what shall I talk about? And um, then I I did think one of the the funerals that we're actually arranging at the moment. We are hoping to get a trike hearse down from up country, and that gave me the idea that perhaps. This week I talk about all the different types of verses that um, are used on funerals these days. Back years ago, when I started with Father, verses were all pretty much the same, really. Um, you had your traditional verses, and perhaps in some smaller places like here in Cornwall, if you didn't conduct enough funerals to have a, a proper verse, um, you had a converted estate car which is the hearse that we first had that we bought off Ronnie and Elaine Williams which I think I mentioned at the time was a a lovely Ford console a lovely vehicle but um, that was a converted estate car with a a proper deck and everything put in and was a few years later before we got our first proper hearse shaped hearse as I would call it which was based on the P100 pickup a Ford and I, I always wish I kept that one, actually. That was quite a unique vehicle. And then over the years since then, we've changed. We've had Vauxhalls. We had a Rover. And then after that, I think, well, when we moved out of the chapel, we did change then to the Jags. So um, we've got two Jaguar horses, two Jaguar limos at the moment. But sadly, that's going to be changing soon because um, Jaguar itself are stopping making the XJs and the XFs. So um, we're changing a hearse again, hopefully September, October time. So it's looking like we will be going to Mercedes now. A lot of people think that um, you just go to a, a kind of car showroom sort of thing and uh, the hearses are made there. But um, we actually deal with coach builders because, and what they have to do is um, go and actually buy the saloon cars from the dealers and then take it back to their factories 
and then basically strip it right down, take out all the electrics and everything, um, all the seats, obviously, cut it in half, and then put in bits of the bodywork. So for the limousines, they put in extra row of seats, and obviously for the hearses, they put on, I think, I don't know if it's fiberglass, I'm not too sure, but they do put on the, the shell, you know, over the top and make it longer. The company we deal with, um, they're replacing their Jaguars as well as doing the Mercedes. Um, the Jags, they replace them with Bentleys. And I think they started about £300,000 each. So um, I don't think we'll be getting one of they. Another Earth's... Um, that is used yeah, a fair bit over the country, which I did mention in a podcast a week or two ago, is the horse-drawn Um So if you want to hear a bit more about that, if you didn't hear it, I think it is in one of the um, last couple of podcasts. I lose track, to be honest. But um, yeah, so we still use the horses a bit. Um, but then after that, the rest of the horses I think I'm going to talk about are fairly new, really, to... Um, the world of funerals. As some of you might know, um, I'm a keen motorcyclist, so um, one of my favourite um, types of hearse is the motorcycle sidecar hearse. Quite a few years ago now, there was um, a vicar, Reverend Paul Sinclair. Uh, he was up country and he actually came up with the idea of the motorcycle sidecar hearse and he was quite clever really he got the patent to it so um that's how he he's got the or he did have the only fleet of um these throughout the country he's um sadly passed away now but um his wife's still carrying on with the firm and we've used them several times over the years and i say the fleet is quite impressive to um give you an example i mean they got the triumph thunderbird the triumph speed triple and also they've got uh, the triumph bonneville uh they got a harley davidson i think just the road king i think suzuki hayabusa and then they've got the trike as well so um tis uh, whatever type of biker you are there's you know definitely one that would suit your choice so the one thing with them um, these hearses, obviously they come down from upcountry, so they haven't really got any idea of the, the routes or anything. So we always lead them on the day so that we know the timings and that. So um, I always try, I would say nine times out of ten, I will always lead the procession um, on my motorbike and then followed by the hearse behind and then the family. And quite often um, you also get family and friends as well riding bikes along too and it is a fantastic sight and can be quite a noise as well well i say that most of the time um we sadly um we did the funeral of a dear friend of ours a policeman him bobman uh, a year or two ago now the last 12 18 months time goes so quickly and obviously he was into his bikes and that as well so we had a load of bikes um on that cortege as well and um the one thing I did notice, I think most of the, the riders there were police as well, or retired police, and I don't think there was one illegal exhaust, and all the number plates were the correct size and everything, so that was um, quite quite remarkable, really. I say nine times out of ten, I do lead the, the procession. Um, we did have another funeral in Bobman recently, last, again, 12, 18 months, a dear old family friend, and it was Saturday morning, and it was persistently raining 
honestly. And I looked out the window and I have to admit, I jibbed. So, um, but I usually like to go there. We got really friendly with um, one of the riders used to come down a lot. His love of past, he's drewing down, I think, dear old Rob Crocker. I don't think he's with the firm there anymore, but um, quite often he would be the, the one riding the motorbikes um, on the funerals. And what he would do, he would come down, perhaps have an early start in the morning and say our funeral would be at Glen Valley. Um, he'd bring the, the motorbike and sidecar down in a van and he'd park that one in the crematorium car park and then he'd ride his bike over to us just in time for dinner and also to give him time to just clean off the bike if it got dirty on the trip over and then we would head off for the funeral. Another funeral I, I always will remember where there was loads of bikes. It was for somebody that I'd known all my life here in Wadebridge and he was sadly killed on a motorbike and his funeral was at Eglisale and I think that day was the only day of we've done a motorbike funeral where the vicar, the undertaker and the grave digger, we all turned up on motorbikes. I think JT had a bike and obviously there was me and Tim Cotton was the vicar at the time and we all turned up on our bikes, which was something a bit special. Another funeral I do remember, and I'm going back a few decades now, to be honest, um, it was a funeral here in Wade Bridge, and I think it was, may have been before Glen Valley opened, or not too sure, but we, we ended up down um, Penmount anyway for the committal, and I know the, the widower said to me, we just had the normal hearse and the normal cars and that, and he said, do you have any trouble, you know, getting through the traffic and the roundabouts and everything? It was summertime. And I said, well, no, not really. I said, everybody's, you know, quite respectful, really. He said, well, I got a couple of friends, he said, who are hell's angels. So he said, um, I'll get they to come along on the day and um, they can go on ahead and stop all the traffic. So sure enough, on the day, they turned up two fully patched up hell's angels and they went ahead of us. So every time we got to a junction or a roundabout, they um, they controlled the traffic. And I tell you what, it was a sight to behold. There was no messing with they. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was fantastic, really. And we, we got down to Penn Mount with uh, no problem at all. As I said, um, hopefully in the next week or two, we will be having a trike hearse. Um, we, there used to be a shorter trike hearse, actually, that we have used before. For a dear friend of ours, her um, husband suddenly passed away. And it was the time when father's dementia was starting to creep in a little bit. And he jumped on the trike outside of our place. We was at Bridge End at the time. And, and Lindsay, the widow, I said, oh, I'm sorry about that. She said, no, hang on, I've got to take a photo. And she took a fantastic father, fast uh, father, fantastic photo of father on this trike. And we actually used that one on his um, order of service for his funeral um, year before last. And then she persuaded me to, to get on as well. So she took a couple of lovely photos there. But I, I don't think they got that trike anymore now. And the one they got is a longer one. So um, if we do use it on the funeral, I will definitely try and put a photograph of it on our Facebook and our website page. Another popular down here, obviously with the surfing community and everything as well, but um, is the VW split screen hearse. And um, as some of you might know, we've got a splitty ourselves, but um, I try not to use that one on funerals because I'm the only one that actually drives it because it is a 
left-hand drive. He was actually, um, he was made in Germany and then he was exported to California. He was made in 1963 and then he was brought back, I think, to Morgan Porth. Got to be, oh, crumbs, 20-odd years ago now. And um, then somebody up Tregellis bought it and um, that's where we got it. So we must have had, oh, crumbs, about 15 years now, perhaps, something like that. So um, I've used it a few times on funerals, but um, as I said, I, I always try not to really because I prefer to, you know, to be head of the, the cortege or whatever. So um, we um, had a couple of mates up in the Midlands and that was Claire and Michelle. They had a, a lovely fleet of um, VW Ursus. They've actually finished now. Um, so we got a met down west, Darren, he got a splitty as well, so um, splitty earth. So we use that one sometimes. But um, it is uh, quite an interesting, I would say, coming through Wade Bridge because, as you might know, we got a lot of speed bumps. Uh, and, um, well, both my splitty and Darren's as well, they have been lowered quite a bit, so they, they can scrape a bit as they go over the speed bumps. Quite often, we've had... I wouldn't say they was hearses, really, but we've had vehicles that um, families have, or friends have kind of used as hearse on the day. So that would be like steam engines, traction engines, which have been a fantastic sight. Also lorries. We've had um, coffins on the back of lorries before as well. So, um, you know, anything goes really as long as um, it's safely strapped on. It, it can look fantastic. As you may know, I am into me cycling a little bit. Um, I used to cycle, well, seven days a week, but I've cut down now. Now that I'm doing this running, hopefully for the marathon, I only cycle about three, three, four times a week at the minute. But you can get a, a hearse. It's like a tandem hearse. Um, and what it is, you, you got the bike, the push bike, and then they've put a frame where you put the coffin on the side of it. And, um, yeah, I quite fancy um, having a go at that. We've never used that one ourselves on funerals. Um, I wouldn't mind, you know, using it if we was here in Wade Bridge, perhaps Eglisell Church or something. But um, I don't think I'd be quite so keen if I had to cycle from our chapel to Glim Valley or no. And um, I don't know whether... Um, the sight of perhaps me and me light crew with me tails and me top hat would be um, much of a sight either. And there are other different hearses you can have too. Um, you've got a firm that have converted a Land Rover Defender into a hearse, which um, is qu quite a good-looking thing, really. Uh, also, another chap have converted a Mark I Escort into a hearse. And also someone's done a Morris Minor Traveller. So um, there is so much choice out there these days. Um, it is unbelievable, really. And I think the last one I'm going to talk about today um, is based on Del Boy's Reliant Robin from Only Fools and Horses. And tis class. Tis, um, what they've done, they've got a replica of his yellow Reliant Robin with all the writing on the side. And then they tow behind it another, I guess, was a Reliant Robin, but they've altered it a bit, which um, that's the hearse bit. So that's where the coffin goes. And so that's uh, the hearse. And also, if I'm right, he have got a button on the dashboard that he can press in and out, which will make the exhaust backfire. So, um, yeah, that is quite a sight. I did put a photo of it on our um, Facebook page oh, a year or two ago now. 
and tis tis worth looking for. Tis a uh, fantastic. So I think that'll be it for this week. Um, I was thinking what word I would do for for the week, and I thought, seeing I've talked about motorbikes and push bikes a bit of that this week, I thought I'd go for the Cornish word for bike, which is do raws. So there we go. Well, I say I hope you have a good weekend and I'll speak to you again next week and um, wish you well. Do Gannis. <laughs>